0: The huge reason why I started this business was because I could see so many of my colleagues, friends, nutrition clients who were starting their own businesses make the same mistakes that I made at the very beginning. And so this episode today is a little bit of a throwback to not just the mistakes I made at the beginning, but the biggest lessons I've learned the hard way in growing this business to over a million dollars in total revenue. If you had told baby entrepreneur Elise that I would be sitting here having created this, I would be mind blown. And so I want to really give you the gift of not having to make the same mistakes I made. I want you always, always, always to be able to take my journey and leverage it so that you can move yourself forward much faster and make your journey so much easier than it was for me. And so that's exactly what we're going to do today. I'm going to share with you the five lessons I learned the hard way. You're going to get to see the embarrassing mindset and strategy things that I did (laughs) that did not serve me, but how I really leveraged them to help me grow this business to over a million in revenue so that you can really Not just even create the same results I've created, you know, you create what you want to create, boo, it's your business, but just do it with so much more ease, so much more permission, and likely a fuck ton faster than I did. So let's dive in. Hey, you're listening to the things we didn't do. This podcast is dedicated to sharing with you the truth about how simple it can actually be to create mind blowing results in your business without doing all the things. If you're sick of being told all of the things you should be doing on the daily to blow your business up, if you're a rule breaker, a change maker, anyone to start, grow, or scale a purpose-driven business without doing all of the things. This is for you. I am your host, mentor and success coach, Elise Danielle. The conversations, tools, and tips I'll share here will give you everything you need to build and blow up your own purposeful and profitable business that fits you, attracts more dream clients to you on the daily, and ultimately shows you how to do less to receive more. Join me as we explore how simple it can actually be to create big results in your business and get ready to stop chasing around all of the things and instead start creating a business that lights your soul on fire and makes you bank. Hi. I am so happy to be recording this without construction happening. (laughs) It is a delight. I am very excited about today's conversation I want to have with you. So, I wanted to, as you guys kind of know, I've had a lot of time out for my business over the last couple months. Very grateful for that to just have space to take care of myself, grieve, navigate life, all of the things. And it's also really helped me to have some space out to really just reflect on my journey. It's wild that um, I'm sitting here with A business that I've grown to over a million dollars in total revenue in you know under four and a half years for about not even quite four and a half years into the business, and it's just so much has changed. Yet so much has just been compounding. So I wanted to really share with you what I wish I knew, and I mean. Often these lessons have been her- learned the quote unquote hard way by me doing them firsthand, stuffing things up, getting messy, figuring out what worked, what didn't work. And I wanted to really share this with you so you can have the benefit of not having to do these things yourself and being able to really leverage my trial and error. I mean, I think that's just the biggest value point of hiring support. Listening to these podcast episodes is really hearing from someone how they're thinking about their business, what they've learned. The biggest change points is always just our biggest opportunity for our own growth and to really support ourselves to be more of the expert in our own businesses, which is always my aim for you and 100% especially my clients. So I wanted to really share these lessons, shall we say, with you and delve into them so that you can really look at your business, the way you're thinking about the business, the way you're operating in your business, and see if there's opportunity here to make your journey a heck of a ton easier, because I guarantee all of these things will make your life so much easier, and also really to just affirm for you that you fucking got this, you know? Like, I think something that has been so supportive to me, and I think, again, this is the value of mentorship and why I'm so grateful to have support in my life and why I continue to invest in support and why so many of my clients have been with me for years at this stage, is that the more we can really take our power back and the more we can give ourselves permission or have someone support us to reflect that permission back or support us to be confident in our our decisions and the way we're running our business, the easier business gets and the more you just are in your power to create more of what you want. So I'm super excited to share with you these lessons so you can really see what the opportunity here for you is to make growing your business to the six-figure mark, the multiple six-figure mark, the million-dollar mark, whatever you want to feel so much more easeful I make the journey a lot easier than it was for me. <laughs> and I think that's helpful to just say, like, you know, I think it's really easy sometimes to compare ourselves to other people in the online space, right? And compare our journey to those of other people. And just really remembering that, you know, we'll delve into this a little bit, but everything is always unfolding in the perfect timeline. And that can be really empowering or it can feel really annoying depending on what's going on for you right now. But I really encourage you to see how that can support you and see how that's the most empowering thing and the biggest piece of permission you can give yourself today. Because what I know to be ultimately true, my loves, is that there's A 0% chance that I would be sitting here with the business that I have that, you know, I love, the fact that I get to work with my clients and coach and do this work and really support women to feel unfucking stoppable in their businesses and the income they get to create and feel completely in their power of being able to create more and more and more and more and more in a way that actually feels invigorating and not draining the fact that I get to do that is just unfucking believable and the fact that I get to do that with not working myself to the bone by any means by working not very much especially as of late getting to live by the beach getting to spend a lot of time with my hubby and my pups and do the travel we want to do and stay in the nice hotels that we get to stay in and buy new activewear whenever i want <laughs> just got a delivery this morning that i am wearing and very excited about like that is so much of the magic you know and so What I want you to know is that that is incredibly possible for you the moment you decide that's true, right? And so where I was going with this, and we'll come back full circle because I got excited about my gratitude there, is that I wouldn't be able to have this perspective, to have this level of ease, to have the size of the business that I have without it feeling draining and heavy, and I'm going to talk about that soon in an upcoming episode, um, is because I learned the lessons I needed to learn at the time. And this isn't creating a belief that we need to learn things the hard way. I don't think that's true. But I think sometimes our power with the challenge is in really seeing how it's serving us. Because I believe in every circumstance we're in, there is something that is serving us out of it. And that could be a lesson, that could be a growth edge, that could be the knowledge of just what we don't want, but there's always something there. And something that I think makes business and honestly, life a fuck ton easier is really being able to take that perspective instead of making yourself wrong around it, or, you know, deciding that because there are some challenges or because there are some things that aren't going the way that you ultimately would like them to go the first time that something's wrong, because usually that's I've never seen that to be true. You know, it doesn't mean there's not opportunity, but it is really about leveraging other people, aka me here, to really see how you can bring more ease into your business. And I'm just still so grateful for past Elise, for jumping into her first business, for just quitting her nine-to-five and teaching yoga full-time and then delving into nutrition. And even though that wasn't the business I ultimately wanted, and it didn't grow in the way I wanted it to, I wouldn't have this business if it weren't for that. And so I think my point of saying that is that wherever you're at in business, your ability to look at the opportunity and really see how it's all working to your highest good is how you get to really take your power back and also take on the viewfinder that's going to support you to feel so much more empowered to create more of what you want. Just a little, just a little side tip there. Um, The other thing I want to mention is We just did an incredible masterclass called CEO Figure, CE, Six Figure CEO Secrets. There we go. I got excited there. Where I delved into some of these things a little bit deeper. Um, It was insanely amazing. I think it's the best masterclass I've ever done. We will absolutely be reselling that on the website very soon for probably at least double the price. So until the end of this week, you can still get your little hands on that for the Obscene price of 99. I mean, you'll 10x your investment if you apply one of those pieces. Guaranteed. Um, obviously, you gotta show up for it, you gotta apply it, you gotta do the things, but it is so insanely valuable, and there's still a little surprise offer on the back end for that for you. So just wanted to mention that. Okay, let's delve in. So, kind of off the back end of what I was just saying is, you know. One of the things that I had to definitely learn the more challenging way, and I think this is especially more challenging at the beginning of our business because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. (laughs) And can we just normalize that? Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I first started, you know, my business, you know, especially the first time I delved into just teaching yoga full time and actually you know, being fully responsible for making my own money and not having that be a paycheck because I had to find teaching gigs and I had to organize my own schedule and I had to decide what I was going to charge and I had to build up my clientele and all of those pieces. I was just figuring it out as I went. Same when I got my, you know, nutrition business started. That actually started as a physical business where I was consulting in person and then I moved it to online. And so, I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And that is okay. And I think what served me so well there is because I see myself as someone who is infinitely resourceful. I back myself entirely to figure shit out. Um, And that absolutely served me. But what I had to learn the hard way was really realizing that there was no one right way to do it. And that can sound like a very normal thing, but this can show up as lots of different things, right? I think what happens and definitely what I had to learn the hard way was not putting any one strategy, any one person, any one way on a pedestal is the right way or the only way to make the money or assign the clients or do whatever the things I was trying to figure out at the time. And What served me so well in learning that lesson of there is no one right way, there is no perfect way to do it was really seeing how it was so much less about what are the right ways because there's an infinite amount of right ways. And at the beginning, we don't know that (laughs) because we hear everyone marketing to different things and we hear all the things we should be doing, hence this podcast episode Um, and this podcast you know, title of the things we didn't do because I want you to have the most permission that there is no one right way to do it. Now, can you learn strategies? Are there foundational skills as an entrepreneur you need? Absolutely. But the good thing about that is that once you identify what those things are, you can go learn them because they're a skill just like anything else, right? And so what I learned the hard way was instead of looking for the thing I was missing or the right email sequence or the like the right way to sign clients or the right way to do sales or the right way to market, I needed to really prioritize learning how to think like the CEO of my business, right? And, I want to explain this a little bit. Thinking like the CEO of your business doesn't mean that there isn't gaps to solve for and things to learn. That also can 100% be true. But thinking like a CEO and the difference between thinking like a CEO versus thinking someone else is holding the magical key is really taking responsibility for what's happening in our business right? Meaning we're really taking the time to learn how to, and this is a skill again, how to really read what's working in our business and not, how to really understand what problems to solve for, what gaps to solve for, how to really understand how to influence the results that we want, how to get more of what we want, Um, how to run our businesses the way we want to, not just the way someone else does it or the way someone else says is a good way, right? So the big lesson here for me was, you know, I don't regret anything that I did ever because I think it all moved me in the direction I needed. Was there a faster way? Absolutely. <laughs> That's why when I started this business, I learned from those um, you know, lessons, and I hired high-level support earlier on to teach me how to really think like a CEO, how to look at my strategy, how to read what was happening in my business, how to influence the results I wanted rather than relying on someone else to give me the answer or hand me the key or the code or whatever, Um, and really learn how to take my power in the business as a CEO to influence the results and create what I wanted. So that is something I urge you to prioritize. I really urge you to look at okay, well, am I prioritizing not just how to do what I think I should be doing? Am I finding myself asked the question of, what's the, what should I be doing here? Or how do I sign clients? Or how do I make sales? Or what should I be doing to make sales? But really asking yourself the question of like, well, what's working now? What isn't working right now? Why do my results make sense? From that information, how do I influence what I'm doing to create more of what I want? We delved into a lot of that framework in Six Figure CEO Secrets, just as an FYI. So I would be running to that if that's something that you haven't spent time learning how to do and you want a framework to support you to learn really how to think like that so you can take your power back there. Okay, number two, this is a big one. So as a very driven human, um, very much on the type A spectrum, (laughs) someone who is a high achiever and has created a lot of, you know, success in different areas of my life, something that I had to really learn and retrain in my brain was that hard work is required at the beginning. And what I mean by that is that Absolutely. I worked much harder in the first 2 years of my business than I do now. And like obviously, why where is that not true? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think about the first time I signed up for a marathon with no business doing so. You fucking bet your butt that the first time I went and did 10k and then 15k and then 20k and then 25k and 30k, I'm exhausted just saying it out loud, felt infinitely harder then the 10th time I did those distances or those runs, right? Um, the second time I did a marathon was infinitely easier than the first time I did a marathon, mostly just because I knew I could physically do it because <laughs> that is such a battle the first time around. Um, and the opportunity there is to really like leverage that momentum, really understand how the compact, compound effect works in your business and give yourself permission to put in the work for the long-term ROI. And when I say that hard work is required, but it doesn't have to feel hard, what I mean there is that like, there is an absolute, much easier way to do the work when we're building up the skills for the first time. So when I say, I mean, hard is a very relative term, Um, I don't honestly, in reflection, especially with my first business of nutrition, it felt fucking hard. It felt very hard. It felt like I was slugging both labradoodles up a steep muddy hill, (laughs) but it didn't have to. And that was the difference between my first business and my second business, right? In that I learned a lot about what was making that feel hard. So much of what was making that feel hard was that I thought I was missing something. I thought someone else had the answers. I had didn't have the level of belief in my ability to create what I want. I hadn't fully decided that my results were inevitable. I hadn't really decided that my results could change the moment I decided it to. There was so much mindset and strategy pieces there that made that work feel really damn hard. So I say that the hard work is required, but it doesn't have to feel hard to one, normalize, because I think this is never talked about in the online space. That It makes a lot of sense that at the beginning of learning something new, AKA starting your own business and running your own business, that's gonna feel more hard (laughs) than it will two years down the road, a year down the road, three years down the road. Like it's only gonna get easier and easier and easier. But that mindset is required to make that feel true, right? Meaning that, like, I think sometimes people, Feel like they're doing something wrong if it feels like they're putting a lot of energy into learning these new skills. And that is just batshit crazy. Of course, you're not doing something hard, right? Or you're not doing something wrong if it feels hard. When I even started, you know, doing more lifting of the heavy weights, <laughs> that felt infinitely harder the first couple months than it does now, right? It feels pretty damn easeful, if I'm honest, right? That doesn't mean I always feel like a 10 out of 10 Going to the gym and doing it, but it means there's so much more ease in the process because of the skills I've built up, because of the mindset I've built up, because of the compound effect of being willing to learn those skills and having that initial learning that can feel hard at the beginning really get easier easier and easier and easier and easier and easier the more I do it, right? So I think it's just so important to one, give yourself permission that, like, yeah, the first time you learn how to convert your sales at a really high level that's going to feel like more work than it does 10 you know times in right um i remember the first time i was really working on my conversions on high ticket sales I spent like a whole day preparing for that discovery call, and it was the best investment of my time ever because I really embodied that skill, because I gave myself permission to learn it. Um, And I would honestly even argue it didn't feel that hard because of my mindset around it, because I was really looking at it to be, well, this is only going to work for me tenfold. I'm going to get better and better at this. This is so worth the time investment because I'm going to be able to show up, make this feel easier for myself deliver an incredible experience for my client and sign a new client. So like that ROI makes so much sense. Right. But I think sometimes we are just so damn hard on ourselves and we expect ourselves to just pick up brand new skills, a brand new way of operating like that. And that's what adds so much hardness to building the skills and putting in that initial work, right? So I think that is so important to look at. And honestly, like it doesn't have to be hard. A really big reason why it felt very hard for me in my nutrition business versus it not feeling so hard for me in this business was because I hired support to make it feel a fuck ton easier (laughs) and to help me hone my skills and to focus on the right things so I didn't have to feel like I was just treading water all the damn time. So I want to just normalize that, yes, there's going to be more work required at the beginning. Yes, sometimes it will feel hard, but it doesn't have to. And there's a lot of things within your power that you can do to not make that feel so hard. And it gets to be a little bit of a decision there, right? Okay, so this next one is really good. So number three. This I definitely learned the hard way from my previous business. I remember, well, I'll share with you what this is first. So not everyone's going to get it. Most people, I don't want to say most people, but there's going to be some people in your life that won't get what you're doing and that's okay, right? Um, I think the way this feels really grindy interesting choice of word, stay with me, sticky, (laughs) is because we kind of, we want people to support us, which I 100% get. But at the same time, if we're doing something that's really like wildly different to what the people in our life are used to, it's going to be really hard for them to understand what we're doing and support us without knowing how to support us, right? So, I want to talk about this a little bit better. Um, the way I really like to think about this is the more you can kind of accept being misunderstood and know how to really hold boundaries, know how to ask for what you want, know how to really tell people they can support you around it, the easier it gets. And the more you can accept that not everyone's going to get it right. Um, And I want to talk about how you can use this to your advantage in a minute too. But here's the truth. Like, I am the only person I know in my family that has ever run their own business. So it would be really weird if they understood that, right? And I kind of accepted that as being okay and not making it mean that it meant that they didn't support me or they didn't get it. They didn't get it. So I just had to accept that they weren't going to get it. But I didn't make that mean that they couldn't support me or they couldn't cheer me on on my way there, right? And so what I did to make that feel easier for me was to draw some boundaries around it. Meaning I never asked people around me that hadn't run a successful nutrition coaching business when that was my nutrition coaching business. And again, I learned that the hard way there, but especially with this business, what to do in my business. I just never asked people who weren't doing what I wanted to do for advice. (laughs) And I mean, that just makes a lot of sense to me because I wouldn't ask someone who had no idea, you know, whatever, how to run a marathon, what I should do for my training. Like that would make no sense. You know what I mean? So I think just accepting that it's okay for people not to misunderstand us or not to understand exactly what we're doing, but that doesn't mean they can't support us. It does mean we need to sometimes draw boundaries there. It does mean we sometimes need to tell people how to support us. It does mean that we get to really decide what we discuss with who. I think that's like an act of self-care, to be totally honest with you, especially at the beginning of your business. Um, you know, people are going to ask you questions about it. You're going to get some interesting feedback. I remember getting very interesting feedback from a wide variety of people, some friends, some family of like, just just very unhelpful things. And my power was in not making that mean anything, and being okay with them not fully getting it. And like, here's the thing, I don't fully get why they want to work a corporate job. I mean, that sounds like hell to me. And so I don't fully understand it, but that's okay. I don't need to. I can still support them. I can still cheer them on. I can still be happy for their promotion or whatever it is. We don't have to have the same viewpoint to understand each other's choices right and i think that's like hard thing in the world at the moment so i think this is like such a gift to give yourself and a beautiful humanitarian practice <laughs> to be okay with having different opinions, having different perspectives and not making that mean anything, right? So the way you can really use this to your advantage is please don't ask people who aren't doing what you want for advice <laughs> because the, it's probably not going to be the most helpful thing for you and not because they don't love you and and want to support you, but because they just don't really understand the game you're playing, right? and again that's okay it's like you know I wouldn't want someone coming to me for advice on how to run a triathlon I would give them the worst fucking advice on the planet I'd be like why would you swim that's a terrible idea (laughs) but that's okay I I don't need to understand it and they can do a great job um and they'll probably do a lot better not taking my advice right? So I think just understanding and being okay with, and like, hey, if you have to grieve this, that's okay. If you have to get support around setting up boundaries around this, that's okay. If you have to um, surround yourself, again, do you notice how so many of these things come back to like personal support here? A huge reason why I think mentorship was so supportive for me at the beginning was just having someone who fucking understood what I was doing, (laughs) And really, who could give me solid advice that I could lead into, who could reflect things to me. That is just so invaluable. That is, you know, a huge piece of why I continue to invest in support and why I surround myself with other people who get it and who are doing the thing I want to do because it normalizes it. And it also gives me that space to have that support in my area because I think, again, just saying, Just normalizing this is important. Is like, yes, it can feel very lonely at the beginning. I remember, and still a lot of clients come to me saying, like, no one fucking gets it. I feel a little bit crazy. I feel like, am I being insanely irresponsible or blah, 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 blah. And like, yes, to the normal world it's probably going to look a little bit insane. And that's kind of required in this game we're playing, but it doesn't have to feel so crunchy and it doesn't have to feel so hard. That is a huge reason why I think investing in mentorship, high level coaching support is so valuable because it really gives you that support to, you know, really lean into and to feel seen and understood and have those things reflected back to you. So biggest way, the biggest piece of advice I can share with you of how to, and how to use it to your advantage is don't take advice from people (laughs) who aren't doing what you want to do. I was so unavailable to take any advice from anyone who wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I, you know, and I was pretty cutthroat around this. Like I just wouldn't even, you know, even ask my partner, like, hey, do you think I threw the investment by him? But I wasn't like, hey, do you think I should do this? I was like, I'm doing this. (laughs) I appreciate your support. And, you know, here's what how I'm thinking around this, or here's how I'm making my decision around it. What do you see here? Right? So I'm pretty, you know, I'm a Leo. So I'm pretty stubborn. And I'm pretty um, locked in on what I want and so that definitely supported me here to get locked in on this and and not really take on advice from people who weren't doing what I wanted to do and I really encourage you to give yourself permission to lean into that as well. And again, it doesn't mean that you don't value their opinion. It just means that like they're not necessarily the best person to really understand where you're going and that's okay. Okay. So this next one um is kind of just what we've been speaking to. I have a bonus one too because I can't help myself. But like this is something I wish I knew very much at the beginning of my first business because I treated this very much like a nice to have, not a need to have, and it was a big reason why I really floundered around in my nutrition business for years without making the money I wanted to make, right? And that was this idea that investing wasn't required. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) Investing in a business is required. By definition, business is a game of how do I invest one resource to increase another, right? When we are the CEO of something, there's not a single business on the planet that hasn't invested in the business to get it to any sort of healthy point, right? No physical business, no online business, no um, product-based business, no service-based business, not a single business in the world, right? Investing is required. And often it's required before we feel ready, before we have the resources, and before the timing feels right, before we think we can do it. All of those things are really just part of the brain trying to keep us safe. And I wanted to speak to this because I wanted to normalize it because I think especially as women, we have a really hard time not only investing in ourselves, but giving ourselves permission to invest in our business. Because I think, especially as women, and we won't go into the patriarchy <laughs> and the, the the history of, you know, financial distribution that I think has led to a lot of this, but especially as women, we are, you know, natural caretakers. And so we naturally put other people's needs before our own. And that includes our business. I see this all of the time, right? Um, I have an incredible client who has worked as a Um, financial, you know, basically CEO for a lot of businesses, and she has so many beautiful studies, and we've had beautiful conversations about this on how, you know, just by nature, women are often more risk-averse. We're often more investment-averse, and that does not serve us in business. I honestly think this is a really big reason why there are not as many women CEOs owners of businesses as there are men, because we are more inclined to take the backseat to our desires and to investing in the things that we want and investing in ourselves. And so I would just be doing you a huge disservice not to speak to this. And because I know this was a huge Thing that I had to definitely learn the hard way was that investing in my business, it wasn't like I think so many of us, and I definitely had this mindset in my first business was like, okay, what's the least amount I can put in to get the biggest amount of ROI? And I'm not saying that you need to over invest or overextend, I think that's a whole other fucking problem that I see in the online space. But this idea of, of, skimping our way there or the scarcity mindset that like okay you know I know for me I did this straight up I invested in a larger course because it felt cheaper I invested in a larger group coaching after that because it was cheaper like I if I'm really honest with myself I simply made those investing decisions because they were lower in price right and again I'm not saying that's It's always the best thing just to invest in the highest thing. I am saying that we need to invest in what's required. (laughs) And this is where the CEO mindset comes into play, where we need to really understand what's working, what's not working. What skills am I lacking? Where do I need to build up those skill sets? What is the real gap here? Rather than what's the least amount I can put in for the biggest amount of ROI, right? And I'm about that in terms of being smart with our energy, smart with our investments. I'm not saying to be willy-nilly, but I think what happens is we often think that we can't. We just straight up can't, and we're not giving ourselves permission to until this magical timeline, this magical resource drops into our lap. And if I had waited to have, you know, whatever it was. I mean every investment, even the the big group program I invested at the very beginning, I didn't have the money for. That was a huge stretch for me, right? And so, if I had ever waited for the money to be there, I'd I would not be sitting here right now. I would not have this business. I would not be anywhere near where I am right now. And so I think that's just important to say out loud and give permission around. I went into debt for my business. I'm glad I did. I do it a fucking In a second, in a a heartbeat, I do it all over again the exact same way because it got me here. Now, did I make that decision from a place of empowerment and not, oh my God, I hope this is the thing that saves me? You bet. Did I make that investment from the place of this is scary as shit, but I'm going to show the fuck up for this and earn my investment back tenfold? Absolutely. That's what gave me the cojones to do it, even though I had I didn't have the money. I didn't know how I was going to make the second month's payment. And I was already in debt from my previous business. Um, But I definitely did it before I was ready. Had the resources before the timing was right. None of those things were ever right. And that's been true again and again and again. So I'm not, you know, investing is required at all levels of your business if you want to grow. If you don't want to grow, then that's cool. But if you do want to grow, it is required, Right. And so I think we need to normalize that. I think especially as females, we need to give ourselves permission for that. Um, I mean, I could talk about this for 7 million days because I think there's so much of the mindset that goes into this of thinking like a CEO, you know, really making sure we're being mindful about the way we're treating our business's money and our money, because those are two totally different things. We won't go there right now. But it would have been, you know, really hard for me to grow at the rate I grew if I wasn't willing to invest. And that was, you know, I mean, I invested in mentorship at the beginning, and I've continued to do so because it supports me. And me feeling supported is the biggest way I make ROIs on my investment, right? Um, that's meant team i hired a va very early on i hired an ovm very early on i always did it before it really made quote unquote sense before i had the money before i felt ready before i felt fully confident all of those things were always true the way i've grown so quickly was in getting really good to make getting really good at making those decisions getting really good at holding myself through those decisions and holding my mindset through it so i could continue to show up so you know and I think again this is just why it's so much about hiring the right support not just the cheapest which I definitely did in my first business and really being willing to go all in on your investment and turn out all of the other noise I think sometimes where we get burnt in investments is where we you know Hope, like, you know, jump into it and hope it's the thing that saves us a little bit. Jump into it and not fully trust ourselves in it so we don't turn down the noise or we invest in the things that isn't actually solving the right gap, right? So we for like for example, me I wasted a lot of money and a lot of years. Again, I don't say wasted because at least I learned the lesson around that. Um and I definitely it's why now just invest in the high level mentorship that supports me and I'm not chasing shiny objects because that is possible at every level of business. And so I'm so grateful I learned that lesson. But really that's also why I invest and I believe and teach, and support my humans with specialized support. You know, quite honestly, it would be a lot easier to scale. I probably would have grown faster and be making more money right now if I made my programs bigger or if I didn't do one-on-one. The reason why I still do it is because it fucking works. (laughs) I mean, my clients aren't getting 50k months 30k sales weeks, having their biggest launch ever, you know, going from zero to six figures in six months, or going from zero to 30k months in like four months, just because they're doing it because they have high level support. And they're doing it because we're solving the right problem. And we're in really, they're learning how to embody all of the things we're kind of talking about today and so much more. So that's what I wanted to really share. And then I'm going to throw in a bonus one because, you know, I just can't keep it ever to the number I say I can. Because this one's really important too, is that what I wish I did at the beginning, and I definitely have learned this the hard way in the sense of I would have been further, you know, my my first business would have probably gone further faster if it weren't for this. But instead of jumping from thing to thing to thing, and, you know, what I did was, I was like, okay, my missing piece is the email sequence, or it's because I'm not in front of enough people. So let me go invest in the ad strategist before I even know if my content's converting, or maybe it's a copywriter I need, or I'm missing this perfect funnel. Instead of jumping from strategy to strategy, I really got good at just understanding the fundamentals of what I needed in place in my business to grow sustainably. And then I went all in on building a customized strategy and working it until it works so damn well that I can sit here and work less than 10 hours a week and earn 100K quarters doing exactly the same thing, but with way less work because now my team can do most of it, right? And so I think that is so often the goal for so many of us, yet we really keep ourselves stuck by not solving the right problem and not getting the support to learn how to really nail the foundations of our content, our marketing strategy, our messaging, our sales, our client pathway like the key pieces of your business that are going to scale you is so easy to skim over or so easy to jump to the tactics instead of learning those key pieces. Had I just gone all in on that at the beginning, my business would have grown so much faster, especially the first one. Um I mean this one grew very quickly because that's exactly what I did, right? And so that's easy to hear, but it is often a lot harder in practice because the stories our brains tell us, the shiny objects we get distracted by, and the tactics we get caught up in. So that is a really big thing to keep an eye out is, okay, am I really focused on not just like picking a strategy and sticking to it, but really understanding why it's working or why it's not working? do I understand why my results make sense? Am I understanding and learning how to really read that and understand where the gap is and think like a CEO and really look at how do I create more of what I want? Am I giving myself permission to get support around that? Am I valuing that and putting my time in that? Or am I, you know, because honestly, that's uncomfortable to do. And it feels a lot harder when we're in it. But it's how we scale simply. It's how we scale very sustainably. It's how you get things working on repeat so that you actually get to keep your hours and like even shorten your hours down if you want to and create the same results and create that compound effect of getting those things working better and better and better and better. Same strategy with my 400k years, my loves as my first six figure year. Same strategy. I just know how to work it on repeat. I know how to get my team to work it on repeat for me and I get to get that working better and better and better. And we get to expand that into other aspects of the business so that those grow with way more ease too. So I hope this is really supportive, my loves. Um, if they're, you know, if you're noticing that like, okay, There are some commonalities here. There are some things here that I want to learn how to implement in my business. I am ready to go all in on it. I'm ready to really take my business to that next level. And I'm serious about hitting six figures this year make sure you book in a time to chat. I have one spot for my intensives. I will have a couple spots coming up for my one-on-one in the next couple months. I've been gratefully booked out for years. My clients get insane results. They re-sign with me. They stay for years and years and years because I'm really about helping you create a sustainable, purposeful, profitable business that makes you fucking bank without doing all of the things. So if you're ready to get support around that, to implement that in your business and learn exactly how we can get you hitting six figures this year, book in a time to chat, DM me if you have questions. I would love to support you if you're ready to show the fuck up, do the damn thing and really go all in. I love you. I can't wait to speak to you. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the things we didn't do. I adore and appreciate you. If you love today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss out on any episodes because nobody likes FOMO. I'd love nothing more to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review on iTunes. And because I appreciate you taking the time each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free business success coaching call with me. So if you'd like to nail down that one thing that's standing in your way from creating more purpose, and profit in your business without doing all the things, then make sure you leave a review for your chance to win. I would love for you to share this with anyone on their own entrepreneurial journey who could benefit from learning how to create a wildly purposeful and profitable business without doing all the things. And remember, you get to create a business that makes you cry happy tears on the regs without needing to squish yourself into some box or burn yourself out in the process, just because you can.